Man, I can understand how it might be hard to love a queen like I can't even do it. <laughs> what song is this supposed to be? Do what you gotta do by Nina Simone. Oh, okay. Well, you I'm tried. just so tired. <laughs> you just got back from LA. I feel like I feel like the things that Future raps about. So drugs? You feel like coding? Like in my body, but I don't have. <laughs> I mean, I have marijuana in my body, but I don't have anything else. <laughs> well, I think you're just tired from, you know, the, the time that zones and light. everything. It's just, oh gosh, it's, it's so the aggressive. worst. I mean, and it's best to, to take it at night, and I think you did, right? You took I the red damn eye, sure did. And you still knocked the fuck out. Well, <sighs> Back it bees to like the that. future. But anyway, I still have so much to say. I'm sure you do. And I'm pretty jealous of your Snapchat and that amazing weather you got to experience. So, Black Excellence, let's just go ahead and start with that then. because <laughs> Wait, is the weather Black Excellence? No, the weather isn't Black Excellence. Oh. The weather in L.A. was just excellent. Okay. Just excellent. Okay. Um, but this is real. First of all, shout out to Amber Riley because it was her birthday this week. And I'm just going to tell the story. I'm sorry, girl, because she so you went me over. Oh, I'm so mad. For like, and she's just like, over oh, having like a barbecue at my house or whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, like black food and like fellowship. I'm down. Mm-hmm. And I get to the house and she's like, oh, so, you know, you just got here right in time because we about to start singing. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I that, saw that like, shit on my Snapchat. Steve Mackey is there with this microphone and amp and mics. <sighs> And all of her singing ass friends. friends. Like, I'm not even going to do all of this name dropping or whatever and be like more tacky than this is. Right. But I just want <laughs> you to know. Because everybody's going to hit you with the really. <laughs> I just want you to know that that blessed me. Like, yes. I did not at all see that coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that her mother could sing. Like, there was just so much talent in that room. Mm-hmm. And I was just blessed to be there. It felt like I got free formation tour tickets, <laughs> like a preview to an awesome tour show. And they were just singing because they loved it. Right. She put up that video talking about it's only nine people singing. It sounds like a full gospel choir in your house, though, girl. What is this? It's Just like singing because nine we can. of the most amazing fucking voices in this country. I'm so mad that I was not able to go to the. Ah, shit! I should have known she Just, was going through some shit. Just everything. <sighs> Happy and birthday, Amber. You know, do great things out there in London. I'm so proud of you, and cannot wait to see where you go next. Um, so Black Excellence as well. This uh, week is going to. A seven-year-old. And now you know that this seven-year-old is out here doing some craziness because he's seven and he's excellent. He probably <laughs> has done more for humanity. I'm just waiting to hear me. what this child has done, right? Because I know it's amazing. So his name is Isaiah Britt. He's seven years old. He's from Gainesville, Virginia. Oh, okay. And he has participated in the Flint crisis, helping out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I worded it. That was horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, he was, his parents told him about the water crisis in Flint, Michigan. And he decided immediately that he wanted to do something to help. And initially they were going to raise money to uh, get water bottles and send send into the city like, Plenty of celebrities and big organizations have been doing. Right. And they called Eisenhower Elementary School. And I guess the principal or maybe one of the teachers told him or told his parents that um, what they really needed was hand sanitizer. Because a lot of the <laughs> students real. were scared to wash their hands 
to wash their hands. I fucking hate the government of Michigan. I really do. Really all the governments, but for the specific situation. So he sat down with his parents. His dad helped him come up with a mission statement. His mom put together a GoFundMe page. In two days, they raised $500 to send... Hand sanitizer, uh, dispensers, and packets and stuff like that for each of the classes in the school. That is so dope. And they've also, like, since then, I think they've raised over $8,000. And so what they're doing is basically getting, putting together these hand sanitizer packages and sending them out to the schools and stuff in Michigan. Wow. Seven. And that's selfless, that giving. Seven. Like, what can we do to help kids? How can I help other kids like me? And this is a child that is privileged, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But just understands that he does have privilege and mm-hmm. that he is blessed and that there are people in the world that are going through craziness that he may not be able to see. Right. And so just out of the heart, his heart at seven is like, let's do some stuff and is out here, what did you do, girl? <laughs> like, it's a damn shame a seven-year-old has more of a conscience and a heart than the people in charge yeah. of the water system in the fucking state. Like, they didn't have no qualms about putting them nasty-ass pipes in there and letting the people in Flint bathe in that piss-colored water. They didn't feel no type of way about it. Look at this baby. Because this is the wrong time of year for nasty-ass kids to be running around not washing their fucking hands, okay? They need something to kill them germs up in that school. Okay, before those germs kill them. Okay, because this is nasty. And kids are nasty. What? Kids be running around doing all kinds of shit. So shout-out to this young man for taking the initiative and doing something. That's just... Yeah, you Go, can Isaiah. Read, That's so sweet. You can read more about uh, young Isaiah's story on... Uh, the Washington Post, and it's getting lots of coverage and stuff like that. So shout out to you. Good job, Isaiah. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So uh, this week in uh, Ultralight Beam. <laughs> <laughs> we on an Ultralight Beam. We on an Ultralight Beam. Okay. So first of all, let's this just start. The last episode we did was about Beyonce, Beyonce annihilating everyone. It was right after schedule. the Super Bowl, right? So it's been like 10 days. So let's just cover some really quick things that we didn't cover. <laughs> First of all, Raven. Ooh. Raven Simone told a story about how she was on the red carpet for Zoolander 2. <laughs> Mistake one. Is that the whole joke? That's not. It actually gets funnier. Okay. Um, and she claimed that she was hit and shoved out of the way to make room for Kendall Jenner. And the internet let out a simultaneous well. So? Like nobody. <laughs> I actually like Kendall Jenner more than you these days, sweetheart. To be totally honest. Like, and if you weren't such a public wretch and nuisance, right. people would have been like, what the fuck did they do to Raven Baxter, right. bitch? You better see know it to the Kardashian future. Know them Kardashian wannabe hoes didn't. And know that this ass whooping is coming. <laughs> because what, but no, you wanted to come over here and shit on your whole race. Mm-hmm. And everybody, nobody else really gives a fuck about right. you like that. <laughs> Except your close personal friends and family, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And so you come forward and talk about Kendall Jenner got... You had you shoved off. Like, I was like, oh, well, girl. I mean, Kendall Jenner is a bigger star than you, so that doesn't really surprise me, sweetheart. If you fall down, you better get the fuck back up or use, <laughs> you know, all the countries in Africa. What are we supposed to do? All the continents. Are you are you telling us because black people are supposed to organize and do something because you were discriminated against because of Kendall Jenner? Don't nobody give a fuck. You turned your back on us a long-ass time ago, bitch. You've been on ABC every week talking about how you ain't black and black people need to do this and that and, <laughs> and you're spouting your same damn bullshit. Don't nobody care. You got pushed for a white girl? Oh, well. Better yet, reach down and, and and grab some of the strength from all the continents in Europe. <laughs> and Africa. And all of them. Use those to all get your bootstraps you. pulled up. <sighs> and then they pulled out a video of it and nobody pushed or touched her at all. They were just kind of like, oh, we're done talking to you. She lied about it? Yes, it was a lie <laughs> on top of that. There is no video footage way. that came forward and they were just kind of like, Kendall standing behind her. She's just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to be done now for someone more famous or whatever. And then she just walked away. So nobody manhandled you in any way. It's just a bigger star showed up and you felt like it was time for you to get out the way, which it probably was. And frankly, yes. <laughs> Uh, like, so what are they even asking you? Like, so what was it like on the set of Xena? <laughs> right, Girl you, of the 21st century. <laughs> Shut up. Don't nobody care, Raven. So you just making shit up for attention now? What? Um, Girl, bye. I don't want to hear no more Raven news for the rest of my life. Apparently, um, Northwest should still skip her dad's fashion shows. Now, while I didn't hear anything about her pitching a fit at the Madison Square Garden fashion concert ball, whatever that was. Whatever it was. 
Um, New York Daily News posted a story saying that Northwest kicked Little Kim in the head. Well. <laughs> now. I mean. I don't. North is two. Know how that happened. It sounds like something that a two-year-old would do just not even thinking about anything. Like maybe Kim was trying to get Kim, her mother, was trying to get her to sit still. And North was like, well, I'm not here for your Actually, bullshit today, bitch. No. I'm not going to do it. Did you see the new video of her trying to lay down in her bed made of pillows saying that she would rather you get out of her face than take more photographs? I think it's And I think it's sad how that child is always like, no pictures while like, her mother is videotaping her. I am finished. <laughs> I have taken Leave me eight thousand photographs in this fur. <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm warm and I don't even need it. And you have I've taken all of the photos. You've slicked down my baby hair with your toothbrushes or whatever mm-hmm. since you just found out about that from the girls from ATL. <laughs> and I just I have I've complied. I've, I've taken the pictures. Everything you asked me to do, and I just no more, bitch. No May more. I nap? May I nap? <laughs> and then she had to get oh, up and like fuck. push her. Little you done cushion. fucked my bed up with <laughs> your bullshit. My bed. Now I got to get up and fix my fucking pillows. Can you move? Because you're not gonna do it, Can you Kendall. <laughs> you so you just go stand here too, bitch. You can't put these two pillows together when you see me slipping through. Like this is why I can't deal with y'all. Right? <laughs> like, One of you tall ass, big ass adults can't put this shit together. <laughs> all you hoes and your big hands and longer <laughs> arms than mine, and you see me slipping and can't fix my bed. <laughs> But you worried about photos of this fur. That's why she went out there and started kicking and shit. And she probably caught Kim, Lil' Kim on the side of the head. I mean, right. she's two. Of course it wasn't deliberate. She probably thought Or it, it may was, have been. <laughs> she probably thought it was her nanny. Or she probably thought Kylie had on one of those new wigs. Or <sighs> Yeah, did you and then see she that saw bitch that was... in her cankalon ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you are really trying. You Like, you really are. You want to be Zendaya's so bad what <laughs> ever girl i didn't even i don't even feel moved by that little bitch that don't even make me mad i don't even care it's just like, right look at this exactly. teenager and her stunts like all right sweetheart pump it on down to the swap meet yeah, and go, go get right you on a name plate yeah go get you a french manicure uh, and pedicure and go get you some fucking body butter with glitter in it mm-hmm. and some fucking juniper breeze body splash and just be a whole entire that right. you're not the first privileged white bitch to take our shit so <laughs> nobody's shocked by your shit we've seen your family we and knew this was girls coming are like why is our ponytail so textured why does it look like it's so wavy because <laughs> uh, it's braiding hair bitch that's why and that is no why bi- you have no business with it in your head but she's you not know, it's not even done it's, it's just there it's just the ponytail it's <laughs> not her texture it's, it's just in her head and you know i've been making fun of bitches when the hair that's on your scalp is a different texture from the hair that's flowing out of your ponytail. Who hasn't? Because, because listen, the point is for there to be some continuity here. It's supposed to look like a complete piece. And here you are looking like you just went to down to the fucking dollar beauty supply and stuck this shit on your head. So you're not even shooting for like... The black girls in the hood that know what they're doing. No, huh? Like you're just like I'm gonna just do whatever I think. Yeah. That like Tiger's hood bitch should look like, <laughs> right? Like, mama. All right. Right. Have at it. I don't even. I can't. I don't even know why you aspiring to keep Tiger. Honestly, little girl, you could do way better. Way better. <laughs> Jesus H. But good luck to you. Just throw it. Just fuck it. I just don't understand. Whatever. Fuck the entirety just, of it. Nothing surprises me anymore. Whatever. I'm Team North. 
Team Saints. All the way. Because they've got it. Down packs. They haven't disappointed me yet. Mm-mm. They just be like, okay, girl, like, look. <laughs> at the end of the day, I just want to come home to a full bowl of fruit snacks. That's all I need. I'm asking for out of you, Kim. Really, that's it. Fruit punch flavored only, if we could be frank. I don't want to see any yellows, and I really don't want to see any goddamn greens. (laughs) You know what time it is. That's what I want. Now, if that means that I need to take a fucking picture, and my tutu, and my goddamn leather jacket, and this wheat tunic, and all this goddamn shit that daddy got me. All these neutrals and shit. Right. I'm going to do it. But y'all gonna have to learn that I run this shit. Right. And I have some fucking requirements out of you hoes. And you will begin to meet them. Beat to my drum. And when I say no pictures, phone down. That's exactly what the fuck I mean, bitch. Get in line. You gonna get some fucking understanding around this bitch. Sophia home now. All right. I'm, that's, that's <laughs> I hope she continues to run that family. I do. Absolutely. I really hope she does. Um... I feel like I can just go ahead and skip right on down to the Grammys because whatever, who even... Did you else? listen to North's Daddy's new album? We can get to that last. Okay. Oh, shit, really? Do you think that we should do it first? No, I just... I I'm wondering what you have... Say. Oh, you do? Okay. But I have to preface that... Okay. No, so, first of all... We'll wait. <laughs> the Grammys is going to be a quick Zoom for me anyway. Me. Did you watch it? What? And I wish I... Ha- who first you of telling? Because you know I be in the bed by 10 at the latest... I'm so tired of the Grammy Awards um, wasting my goddamn time. Like, I, I, every time I fall for it, and I don't know why. And this year, everything that I said, okay, let me actually watch it for, didn't happen. I said, okay, Lauren Hill may or may not be there. That, I really wasn't holding my breath yeah, over. Yeah, because you know, with Lauren, it's touch or go. But they had the Lauren situation. Rihanna didn't perform. Adele didn't perform. And Beyonce <laughs> didn't perform. <laughs> So, it was just like, why did you even invite me? <laughs> why am I here, really? What did you even tell me about this shit for? I because was there for Hamilton, Beyonce, and Adele. And so... <sighs> now, Hamilton did, you know, get me... I've, obviously, now I want to go see this shit, and I won't get a ticket until no. I'm 93. Right. But no. that's fine. I'm so glad everybody got to see that opening number, because I... I'm so fucking obsessed with that show. I love it. And I taped uh, Drunk History last week. Hopefully I can say that. (laughs) Really sure I can. But um, when I was doing it, like halfway through it, and I was just shit faced, um, the host turned to me and he was like, oh, you know, we had been talking about it earlier, but they had just taped with Lin-Manuel, the man who wrote it. And he's Mm -hmm. Alexander in the show Mm -hmm. that night before. And so we had taken a break during filming. And when I came out the bathroom, he had this man on FaceTime. And I was like, so you're on FaceTime with the creator of Hamilton right now. Like, you're just talking to this man. And then he let me talk to him. And so I'm sitting here drunk, like, half crying. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Trying to express how much I love this man and his show. And I was like, I just want to be a storyteller like you are. And I'm just so blown away. He was like, you already are. I've seen your drunk history. And it was great. And I was just like, this can't Bang. be happening. Like, I wanted, it was like, I just I just wanted to float out of my body. I just Bang. wanted to just collapse right there. It meant everything to me. It was like a top three memory. I will pass this on to my grandchildren. Like, I was on FaceTime, and he told me that I am a good storyteller, and he loves my drunk history. I agree. I just, ah! Okay, I'm sorry. I just, you I know stand for Hamilton. You know who else is a great storyteller? <laughs> Little Bow Wow. So, somehow, Little Bow Wow... Of course we had to get to the bed. <laughs> ...finagled his way into... It's because he's on a CBS show. And, and That CSI Cyber Show? Yeah. And because CBS just puts their own people in, in the Grammys. That's exactly why. Oh. 
Everybody who had a role at the Grammys, most, the overwhelming majority work on CBS. Why did that just click for me? <laughs> I'm like, why do they keep putting the LL Cool J in this goddamn hat on here? Like, Take he's that not, candle off! It's not interesting. Take it off. We know you bald, girl, and it's fine. And it's like, not 94 anymore. We don't, we don't wear that. You look foolish. <laughs> just stop. You're better than this. It's un, it's just it's not for what? It's okay to be bald. We're not mad at it. Just go ahead and let your bald rock. You look fine bald. This hat everywhere. You're still fine. What is wrong with you? Like you still look good. LL Cool J, just take that fucking hat off. Um so Bawa was doing part of the opening inside. Now, I don't know if they, if anyone gave him a job description or what. I kind of feel like he was filling in for someone who has actually done this job before. But basically, all he was oh, doing definitely. was running around uh, to people in the venue and asking them random questions, <laughs> then almost getting trampled by, like, a marching band. Mm-hmm. It was just madness. But the greatest part about it was when Bow Wow looks down at his watch and says, the 58th annual Grammy Awards <laughs> start right now. And you're looking down in the corner of the screen and it says a and minute. the timer's like, nah. 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, okay, it doesn't start now. Mm-mm. It definitely it doesn't start now. It looks like another 90 seconds. Then he's like, whoa, who else is up in here? Man, you never know what's going to happen at the Grammys. <laughs> Anything can happen. Man, it's Bow Wow performing. It was and so awkward. The Grammys start right now. Now they don't start right now, Shad. It's not you have fifty eight seconds left. And he running up to people and they looking like, Who the hell? Right. <laughs> Who's this little boy? Like, Whose child is this? What the hell is going on? <laughs> if Snoop isn't even here, why is his kids just <laughs> running around? Somebody come get this little boy with a mic. I didn't ask for him. Just My face. Move. I will have uh, a Jack on the Rocks. <laughs> right. Are you here for the orders? Because, I mean, do you bitches have nachos? <laughs> I would have died if somebody would have been like, look, I don't want no mustard in my hot dog <laughs> and light ice in my cup. Relish on the side. <laughs> Into the microphone. Oh, God. This and then is it like... went from that to Taylor. <sighs> so, first, okay. <laughs> So, what does vocal mean to y'all? Man, I need an answer. Listen, I said vocal album? I need an answer. I said vocal as in the sound of the voice? I need a definition for vocal. I need a definition for R&B. And I need a de- definition for urban contemporary. Mm-mm. These are areas that the Grammys ha- have been covering. And I just don't feel like they mean the same thing Trash. to me. Um, so if I could just get some like clarity mm-hmm. on what those categories actually mean to the Grammys mm-hmm. and their recording academy, I think it would help me digest these winners. Yeah, because that just <sighs> I'm sorry, Taylor Swift, popular though she may be and whatever appeal she may have vocally, that bitch is nothing to talk about. Great pop star. Yes. Excellent pop Vocal? star. Vocally, mm. I, I'm I'm saying like can carry a tune on a good day. Sure. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful, great, Gorgeous beautiful gowns, gowns. Amazing gowns. And that's Not it. that night, but <laughs> usually a great gown. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Her it wasn't little, bad. Her little separate thing with the with the colors. It was a tube yeah. top and an orange skirt. Right. It was nothing to write home about. It wasn't like special, but she didn't look terrible either. I mean, it was just, ugh. I mean, Taylor. First yeah. of all, why did y'all have this Lionel Richie tribute featuring John Legend? Now, the legend of John sang, and I mean, that's just what he and does. And he just does. His voice just sounds like silk and almond milk. Every time. And I've never heard a bad John. 
John Legend performance. It sounds like he's like he is playing a, a like a studio yes. out of his mouth. Yes, <laughs> like, he does. He sounds like he's been mixed and mastered right there on stage. Like, nigga, how do you sound? This I good? don't understand it. Amazing voice. Then they have Demi Lovato. Some white man I've never heard of. And like Amy (laughs) Schumer, whoever the hell else that was. (laughs) No, don't do that white woman. And I'm like, who are all? Who are y'all? So y'all just just chose people. Mm -hmm. Was there like a raffle? (laughs) Nobody was like, you know, let's think of like appropriate voices Mm -hmm. or like tone, genre, anything. No. Well, I thought Demi like over sang it I still thought she sounded amazing and I didn't know Demi Lovato could sing like that I knew Demi Lovato could sing I didn't know that she was gunning for the baby Aguilera position okay in the, in the see industry. that's what I meant like we didn't need it was a little over we the didn't top. need all that but you know the fact that you can sing surprises me so okay I guess you introduced me to something new about yourself young lady I'm bored what I didn't understand is why Tyrese wasn't, the, wasn't up there doing like all the big ass singing because that's Thank literally you. what that nigga was born to do because I'm sitting there like where is Jody where <laughs> is Jody when is Jody coming out? And this nigga comes out. She's our break. I said I knew they were gonna have his black ass Why? sing this. Of course, of all the songs, the song that requires the least amount of vocal ability. Why is Tyrese singing this song? Give it what? to anybody else. Well, what the fuck are y'all doing over there? I swear <laughs> to God, it's like the fucking Grammys is being produced by three blind mice or sorry, deaf or something. <laughs> it's just like Andre Day singing with fucking Ellie Goulding. That is, see. So why you gonna why you gonna embarrass Ellie like this? Because Andre Day sings and Ellie is and she looked beautiful and I like Ellie. But Golding's Ellie, voice. I do too. But Ellie is a bigger name and has a bigger career, and I'm sure they felt like they were doing Andrew a favor. I'm sure they did. Bitch, please. <laughs> and Andrew was like, "Well, let me just show you how to stand right on up here and sing." Oh, if y'all haven't heard her album, definitely go get that. It's so good. I just don't like. I it was like they kept trying to mesh these people together and make these like, and then they would always say, "Here for a new Grammy moment." I was like, "Let us decide." Yeah, like don't shut up. Shut your mouth. Because they opened it with, oh, these great Grammy moments of the past. Like, okay, girl, well, let's focus on what type of show y'all trying to put together right the fuck now. Right, because we've seen that shit. And if we haven't, I can get on YouTube. This is looking real white. (laughs) And it's right. It was a good chunk of the show was boring as shit. Like, probably till Kendrick. Hold on. Before we even address that. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Why did Friday through Saturday come out here dressed like I really wish I was don't stop I've got enough (laughs) and then have the nerve to still be trying to do this little two step like and he was he was just singing oh ba ba blackest (laughs) of the sheep and I said please Please give him the wool. Any wool that you have so that he can just get his ass off of the stage. I don't get it. I don't understand. And I want to. Uh-huh. But I just don't. I mean, and that's valid because I don't know what the fuck that was. And every time y'all compare him to Michael Jackson, I'm so fucking confused. I want to hurt you. Yeah, and I, right. I'm offended. Like, it is rude. So you haven't heard Michael Jackson's music is what you're telling me. So you just have never heard of Michael Jackson. You've never seen a Michael Jackson music video <laughs> and you've never seen him perform. You don't know who Michael Jackson is. Right. You never. You didn't see one of his concerts that aired on HBO and nothing. You ain't even seen his fucking Pepsi commercial, girl. You don't know shit about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson probably a real common name. Are you talking about Michael Jackson that <laughs> work at the DMV or at the post office. You're talking office. about Michael Jackson at Staples, girl. Because that, you're lying. Right, because And you should it. stop. But I do see the lame for the weekend. Like, if I'm high and just sitting alone and just kind of 
in my own head or whatever, The weekend provides some nice background music for that. I wish that I could. And like I've always compared these two. I like Lana Del Rey. So I feel like I shouldn't want to waterboard myself when I listen to The Weeknd, <laughs> but I just do. And I th- it's his actual voice. It's not the music. It oh, okay. isn't any of that. It's not the tone of his songs, because all of that is fine. It is actually his voice. And it does not sound like, oh, he just has a similar tone to Michael Jackson. Yeah. It sounds like he is trying to sing like Michael Jackson. And that vibrato or whatever it is, I just want to put like a metal rod in it or something to just make it straight. Ooh, wait. It is too much. You sound like Kia. <laughs> don't like it. It's inappropriate. And then art, and then he's just winning all of these art, these oh, yeah, no, rhythm and blues. How are you awards. in? How are you in the R and B category and the urban contemporary category? Like, how is the same album nominated in two different genres of music? That's how you know white people are full of shit. Stop this. Pick a side. R and B is not it. And that was the uh, the performance that Lauren Hill was supposed to uh, come out to. And they've been arguing back and forth about who was at fault for that. The girl said she Lauren, was late, and Lauren says she never confirmed, which sounds like it could be true. <laughs> I believe both stories. I believe that Lauren, because Lauren is basically saying that the whole thing was supposed to be a surprise and that she had made it to the rehearsal, but she wasn't guaranteeing anybody. She didn't confirm that she was going to go up there and perform mm-hmm. shit because she had other shit to do. Right. And so she didn't know if she was going to make it on time, which she did not. <laughs> right. And that's why they weren't supposed to even, apparently they weren't supposed to run ads for right. Lauren to be there at all anyway. And when I first saw Lauren Hill ad in a commercial, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> We'll see. We'll if that works. see. <laughs> and that's why you shouldn't have ran that shit in the first place, girl. So I'd totally blame you. Right. You should have never told nobody that I was going to be here if I didn't tell y'all I was going to be here. That's true. I didn't make no promises. But at first, it was just like, oh, okay. Well, you know, Lauren is six hours late to her own concerts. Her own so program. So, of course, she rolled up in the Grammys like, oh, y'all, so it already passed? Really? So we can't just. Oh, we done? <laughs> Wait, it's so the show over? Like, girl. Shit, shut up. So where's the crafts table? Where's the where's the snacks at? Right, so where is the can, where I the get, hard can a bitch get some Doritos? Can I get at some least? charcuterie can or we, can a bitch get some exotic juices? Um Pentatonics and Stevie Wonder was great. It was hilarious. That part was so cute. And Pentatonics is so talented. I was glad to see them get their moment. Mitch sings. Um, I'm glad CBS printed that card in Braille because I was so fixing to cuss them out if they didn't. That was just so aggressive <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then who won that? That was like a whole awkward moment. I don't even remember what happened. Um, but listen, Taylor Swift. <laughs> we back on her. <laughs> we should start taping so people can see your fucking face. <laughs> I just think that, you know, fine, whatever, keep lying. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Kendrick. Uh, I, because I really want to just end the Grammys with this, but <laughs> Kendrick was great. Um, I was very proud of Kendrick's performance. Um, I, I could actually, like when I, if I muted the TV for a second, I could hear white people's keyboards smashing, mm-hmm. um, like at the speed of light. Well, when I saw them people in chains and then he was like all bruised and stuff, I was like, oh, the white people are going to be irate. They're pissed. They are. They're angry. Yeah. <laughs> you going to get your ass up and clap at the end or else we're going to look at you crazy, but you mad right now. They're not as mad heart. as they are at Beyonce, but that oh, hasn't they'll paid never off be, for them. They'll never be that mad. <laughs> they'll never be as mad as they are at Beyonce, but... It was enough. And I was proud of Kendrick for that. I thought that it was a great performance. I thought that he shook 
shit up and he also won everything with the word rap in it which right he won best rap album which i fully anticipated 100 percent, totally and i love how they that was the first award that mm. they were just kind of like so let's just go ahead and get this let's shit out dust of the, the way. negro shit out and there's that and oh alabama gave, shakes one that was good oh yeah they did and was that was much deserved and i love britney and howard. they perform right britney sounds ugh, britney howard is like her ugh. voice is like a magic seed somebody put up a side-by-side with her and rosetta tharp and i was like i fucking see Okay. It. Absolutely. It was just so good. So shout out to Brittany Howard. Oh, Rihanna canceled because apparently she had bronchitis. Now, I didn't know about this. Um, initially, I thought that she was just watching the program and decided to go home. <laughs> Which, who could blame you? I, when they said Rihanna canceled, I was like, wouldn't you? So I didn't know that she was like sick or whatever, but... yeah. They said she was going to perform Kiss It Better, which would have been cute. But either way, girl, you're in... Great company in terms of motherfuckers who were like, fuck that. I'm the only one who doesn't like that song. I do not like Kiss It Better. It took me a minute because I couldn't catch the beat mm. for the longest, okay. but I really like it now. It reminds me of like, I don't know, some 80s rock I started shit. like listening to albums a couple times in one week and then putting it away for a, f- a few weeks and then listening to it mm-hmm. again to see it if helps. my opinion is really, that helps. you know, not favorable. So I'm going to try anti again in a while, but. I mean, I like it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I can see. I, I mean, so the Adele. demon, oh, Adele. This is Taylor Swift's fault, actually. I totally believe this is all of the Grammys' fault. Now, um, why would y'all? You know what? You know, Adele was another highly publicized. I'm not gonna stand. Our advertised uh, performer for the show, <laughs> and you know it's Adele, and we're all expecting big vocal. Bruno Mars comes out and introduces her, and it's like I'm so glad that she's gonna perform this song that I was lucky to co-write with her. And I was like, why are y'all still trying to connect these dots? Just let this woman sing whatever the fuck she wants to. And so then the sound starts to act up. Yeah, she came here. The piano man can't hear, and something that, happened with the guitar, and the note went off, and the and the begin, and then there were audio issues like on CBS's side, and it was just a horrible beginning. And she tried real hard to come back; she really did. It resulted but it just, in Adele and the Deathly Bellows. It just right, and it was disappointing because you know it's Adele, but that's a hard ass song. Like, and when she sang it in New York a couple months ago, it wasn't. I mean, obviously it wasn't that bad, but it's not as strong as it sounds on the record because it is such a hard fucking song to sing. So it was just a lot. But she tweeted that she was going in and out to eat her feelings. And I was like, that's real. That's some shit I would do. Be Adele like, oh. and the sorcerer's tone. So you are just, why are you like this? Don't do it. Don't. What is it? Gonna say it. Adele and the half-blood pitch. <laughs> wow, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Ah! <laughs> That hurt my heart because I know she was nervous and when that note fucked up, I could just see it in her face. Oh, girl, you're fucking a diamond. What are you, are you like, everybody has off days. Like, nobody's ever going to deny the fact that you sing down and that you deserve everything that you have. And at the end of the day, it wasn't like, oh, well, I was high on Molly and Zan and so I just forgot what the, the notes were. Or, right. Like, you couldn't hear. It was their fucking fault. They ruined everything that night. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, take some solace in the fact that the show overall really was not great. So, right. I mean, it's not your fault, Adele. 
And I just I just fell for her because it sucks to fuck up live on a huge like I've never fucked up obviously in front what of that many people. What are they gonna do? But... Post up and fight her? What you gonna do? Say she can't sing? Like girl, now she can if she go on tour, does a couple more shows, and she's sounding terrible. Then we're gonna have to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. But I blame the Grammys. Yeah, and I think she'll be fine. So I mean, obviously Adele will be fine. This bitch got the biggest selling album since her last album. So. <laughs> tour sold out sold out in like 30 minutes ain't no tickets nowhere six shows at madison square garden gone immediately it ain't no tickets like okay girl yeah she'll be fine adele and the prisoner of girl i can't okay no that didn't work um so taylor swift won album of the year for whatever year she was born and and I mean duh like I didn't even give a fuck honestly I didn't even see her win until they re-aired it and I got back to my hotel room after being blessed um but I mean I knew she was gonna win before the fucking show started because Taylor Swift was there like if she if she didn't know that she was going to win that award. She probably wouldn't have shown... If she didn't win a lot of the awards that she was going to win, Mm -hmm. especially that one, I feel like she just wouldn't have gone. And she would have tweeted something about not being appreciated and, you know, women needing to stand up for each other and some other shit that she don't mean. I couldn't believe it because I've listened to 1989 a few times and it just has never... Just never given me best album of this year. It's just like, this is not it. Even amongst the categories, like, girl, That's Alabama Shakes saying. and Kendrick both had better albums than you, and I didn't really care for none of y'all. That's what I'm saying. And this shit is still better than yours. So how the fuck? And last year, when Beck won over Beyonce, y'all were like, oh, it's all about artistic merit, and it's all about the quality of the music. And remember, it's not about sales and impact and mm-hmm. culture and all this. There's no way, it ain't no way you could tell me 1989 was the best fucking album that Out of heard. that category? Right. Even out of, even out of those five nominees, you can't tell me 1989 is the best out of them. It ain't. So how the fuck? But fine, girl. But okay, Taylor. I mean, this is you. This is what you do. And so. so she gets up there. And when I first heard the little acceptance speech that she was giving as I was rolling a J, <laughs> she was saying some shit about, I just want all the girls at home to know that no matter what you do in life, that someone is always going to try and undercut your success and take credit for your fame and just know that it was you who got you there and it was you and, and the power of you and with with our powers combined, I'm Captain Planet, whatever. And I'm like, okay. Whatever, of course you being extra. But then I said, you know what, fine, speak to the girls at home. Have yourself a little, you know, speech instead of acting brand new. Like, oh my God, I've just, I've been on planet she Earth for three days. <laughs> Her new annoying shit is getting way too excited for everybody else when they win. Like, girl... Girl. She danced down the aisles like Mama Payne when Ed Sheeran won. Like, both <laughs> yes, them hoes ain't 17 Grammys deep. Right. Like, what are you doing? When Bruno won for Uptown Funk, she was backstage jumping up and down and flailing. Like, girl, stop this. Your so fake ass. Extra for nothing. <laughs> just It's okay to just clap like everybody else. You ain't got to do the most. Like, woo. Good Bish. job, girl. Yay. That's all we need. Then I find out that this is actually shade to Kanye West the whole time for saying that he made her famous. Oh, you didn't catch on that? On his new song, Famous. I didn't catch it until they referenced it the next day. And I was oh. like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Because, of course, Taylor Swift wasn't trying to preach and empower some fucking four-year-olds at home. <laughs> she was trying to throw shade at somebody who said something about her that she don't like. And if you want to get into the meat of the goddamn truth, Kanye West, as nutty as that bad is, did make you famous. Because you were popular. 
at the time. Mm. You weren't necessarily famous. I'm going to disagree. I don't feel like she was famous. She I feel like she was, was famous. She definitely was. She was doing well and she was popular. She was definitely selling out plenty of tours and I things mean, like that. she was multi-platinum. But what Kanye did was like it catapulted her. I feel like he took she, her to another level, but she was quite famous by herself. She was in a lane that I feel like they were already take. They were planning to get her there mm-hmm. at some point anyway. Yeah, what Kanye did was expedited. Yeah, he put that on the fast whole track entire journey <laughs> by making her a white victim. So and precisely and uh, and he definitely he took her to superstardom. That incident. Push Taylor to another place where I think white people wanted to make sure that they showed up for her. Like, oh no, we're not gonna let this nigga, you know, come for our young little white princess. So she's definitely on another level. But she was popping. Taylor was popping. I remember Kanye. her winning all those awards that night at that show, and plenty of people on my timeline being like, "Who the fuck is well, this? How a whole does her lot song of black go?" Black people didn't know her, but that don't mean you ain't famous. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Kanye West transformed trans (laughs) he transformed that girl into being this i'm white and i'm gonna put my my fists on my hips here (laughs) and stand up and you know everybody who has a vagina follow me unless you have a black one because girl don't nobody care about you (laughs) follow me but don't try to get in front of me or else you'll be my next target yeah watch your fucking mouth and make sure that you vote next to that ts bitch taylor's got some very fake feminism yeah her feminism is as fake as her enthusiasm for everybody else it's just like i don't have it for you little girl but that line kanye did about you on his album was dead ass wrong and if i were you i would have done the same thing and made me like it even more of course it did because you fuck her her. (laughs) right and i get it but like that kind of disrespect i wouldn't have tolerated either regardless fuck her and him out both them hosts in fact they should go ahead and run on down to nobu and share some fucking Gross. spaghetti and meatballs or whatever the fuck tacky ass <laughs> shit they can find on the menu i don't give a fuck like both Gross. y'all hoes need a pr- so let's just transition into kanye west okay kanye west has been placing plenty more tweets on our timelines about a variety a of things um he is asked music public publications mean words today to stop uh reviewing black music mm-hmm. he's also uh admitted that he would like for mark zuckerberg to give him money so that he can i guess work on some donda stuff or get himself out of that 53 million dollar debt um that also mm-hmm. There was um, talk about being this generation's Disney. Um, It really doesn't even matter because I'm just saying that Kanye has been like putting in overtime with these tweets that I don't care about. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm just going to come out and say, I mean, I've said this plenty of times, I feel like, but I'll just say it again so it can be fresh. Kanye West needs professional help. Kanye West needs somebody to talk to. Kanye West has one of those, I feel like, those frantically creative minds um, matched with, like, an explosive, like, a dangerous level of egocentric bullshit Mm -hmm. where he feels like he can create all of these things to make the world a better place. Now, do I feel like... Kanye West has the ability to do great things for tech, 
for, you know, health, lifestyle, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I know that that is what he wants to do. He wants to be Disney. He wants to be Steve Jobs. He wants to be all of those things or whatever. But he cannot seem to find a healthy and productive way of expressing himself. Every time he wants to go online or wherever and try and get people to understand where he's coming from, it just comes out completely wrong and I feel like it does more harm than good he never took a break after his mom passed away he never dealt with the fact that he can't go get over Amber Rose he just has a whole lot of shit like a yeah. lot of emotional and spiritual <laughs> baggage that is just sitting on his shoulders that he's acting like is not there I guess and he just doesn't know how to deal with all of it and it's just too much get off of Twitter go and find somebody to talk to maybe somebody mm, like who so real. a professional who maybe kind of reminds you of your mom or just has like a soul around you that's nurturing when I went to a therapist like I said the lady that I saw reminded me a whole lot of my grandmother this was right after my grandmother passed it helped me a lot I feel like because just that energy and that spirit is like in the room and I feel like that's what he needs all of these tweets girl that's like I don't care about that mm -mm. you know what I'm saying and you're not gonna make me change my and mind and they don't make it better <laughs> they, <laughs> they make just, them worse it doesn't make it better for me Clearly, in order to remain a Kanye fan, I'm going to have to ignore his social media presence and every interview he does. It's just the only way. It's the only way I can enjoy Kanye's music. It's to, to, to block out all the other dumb shit. Because, nigga, what do you even be talking about? What are you... What? 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 I just feel like education should be cheaper and textbooks could cost less and teachers should make more. Okay, great. But what does How? that have to do with anything? Like, and what's your what's your master plan here, Kanye? Like... And the thing that really throws me about all of this is while I I can relate to... I think that creatives in general, our minds work differently. Whatever it is that you do, whether it's making music, whether that's being a writer, if it's uh, even athletes, I feel like the way that you process things, your problem solving, maybe like a lot of that is different. Mm -hmm. Now, you couple that with being like a superstar on top of all of that, I just can't even imagine. Add in some anxiety or depression or whatever the hell else. Right. It's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, definitely. But I just feel like at the same time, you have to figure out a way to deal with all of that stuff healthy. And I just, the thing that, mm -mm. the thing that really kind of throws me again about the Kanye situation is like, all right, maybe you can um, do all of these great things for Donda. Like, this nigga is building a video game about his mama going to heaven. That made me emotional when I saw the trailer for it. The game itself... I don't know what it's supposed the to be like. The concept is a little creepy, but the sentiment behind it really touched me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would actually want to play, play a video that. game right. I'm not playing where that. I'm controlling his mother. and Like, that just uh, would make me uncomfortable. Uh, 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 right. But the art and, like, the idea and everything behind that yeah. I thought was really beautiful. Yeah. And so I know that he has, like, a creative mind. But again, your album's free. You have stated that it will it only be on Tidal... Well, it will only be on Tidal. It will never be for sale. It will never be on Apple. And I say that the album's free because it's been illegally downloaded over 500,000 times. Oh, okay. So it's officially it well like, <laughs> it's got a gold plaque on the thief market. <laughs> you know, on the yes. thief charts. So, <laughs> to me, 
I just feel like you're me. The one thing that we know for sure that we are like, hey, you can do this mm-hmm. is music. Production specifically. And you don't want to sell that. But you want to sell these girls, <laughs> these Michonne, Rick Grimes, the fucking Girl. T- 28 weeks later ass sweaters <laughs> and shit. And don't get me wrong because like... I like holes in the pants. I like, like, certain type. Some of it I can get. Most of it, I just feel like I don't know what you're doing here. Like, And whatever you're doing, I don't understand you're doing it at that price point. Because I'm not paying $2,500 for a sweater with holes in it. Right. I'm if I'm going to wear some fucking jeans or a sweater or a hoodie or tank top that looks like I ran it through a food processor or something, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be reasonable right, here. Right. I'm not giving you three stacks Mm-mm. for this shit I could have made. ain't, ain't. I'm just not going to do it. That's three beehive tickets to the formation tour. Why would I do that? I'm not doing that. Kiss so <laughs> good, good tickets. Right. So, On the stage with Beyonce tickets. So I just feel like you're trying to convince people to buy these ugly clothes. You're trying to convince people. Although they said some of his new clothes is nice. I really didn't look. I don't yeah. Care. I heard he's not the one who designed them either. So that may account for the improvement. Brianna's line at Puma though. It was Everything. It looked so good. And Kanye gave her her props too, which I thought was very sweet. I thought that was And nice it was as good well. to hear her on the album. And I'm mad that she's um, not putting it out until September or some shit her fans told me. Like, but it'll be cold here then again anyway. And I want I'll be buying those. it because it was cute. It really was. But I just feel like, okay, so you want for Facebook to give you money and you want niggas to give you money for these fucking shoes and for these clothes and you want to sell video games but you don't want to put your music for, <laughs> like that's the one the thing, thing you're good at. that we have confirmed that you can do. Yes. But you out here hollering about money and stuff like you need to sit down, whether it, maybe Kirk can take you to someone since y'all are homies now. Kirk, the family, the friends, oh, everybody <laughs> can take you down and find you somebody to talk to. Like he really needs like someone. Yeah, he does. He does. He needs a professional assistance and with all his those, emotions and shit. He does. All those white women he's around all the time and doing nothing but enabling the, the bullshit and it's going to crash and burn sooner than later if he doesn't go and get help and but, that's just for sure. I mean, right. It is. like I feel like everybody can see Kanye West deteriorating and like down spiraling but then the nigga put out a good album so it's just like Right. I mean, with that said What the fuck are we supposed to do now? <laughs> The album's great. Like, How dare you, Kanye? Because I was ready to be like, I'm done. I'm done. This nigga's about to put out some trash. The Kardashians going to be all over it. I'm fucking through. I was just like, you know, I'm going to have to, when the album comes out, I'm going to have to go like a couple of days where I don't, like I just have Kanye muted on my timeline. Mm-hmm. And I just like try and remove all of his recent antics out of my mind so that I can digest it without bias. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has been on my fucking nerves. But But as soon as I saw it on title, I downloaded it so I could listen on the train. Me too. I've heard it like three times and I the first time as soon as I pressed play and I heard that baby from Vine <laughs> talking to I said, What is this? And then you know We don't want no devils in the house. God. Come on, yes, God. We want the Lord. Amen, Jesus. That's it. Ain't that it? Like I was It like, was okay. so good. And then Ultralight Beams is phenomenal it's phenomenal it's one of kanye's best songs it is of all time music I, like i put it on repeat 
I think for like five hours. I'm I'm obsessed. I listened to it the whole way here. I'm obsessed with Ultralight Beam. I listened to the album in California with their blessed herbal refreshments. Hallelujah. And so that was great. Um, and I listened to it again this morning instead of taking a fresh nap when I got off the plane because um, Asante was taking care of Link for me. And so we listened to the album together because he hadn't heard it. Ultralight <laughs> Beam. Wait, speaking of Link, I had to go over there on Sunday, I think, because Asante had to work all day and he wouldn't leave your dog at home by himself all day. So I went over there and let Link out and changed her little puppy pad and shit. And do you know she like was, does she like scream at people? Because she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. and like trying to climb all over me and all over That's... the couch and then she ran around your living room and threw the coffee table like the bottom part she just ran in circles for like 15 minutes she was, was like, excited I was like is this time okay new people she was having a great time I was like well, you have been in that bedroom listening to Real Housewives of Potomac and you are over it like somebody let me out I have to see someone you yes. just frantic I went over there twice and I was it was only like three hours in between my trips so... and she was just like oh my god somebody's here like but girl I was just here she's and like four pounds she doesn't turn down <laughs> no she doesn't all. she it's was like, bouncing off the walls skidding all over the floors I was like can you calm down like I'm worried for you she puts her her physical yes, well being at risk she doesn't care because of how excited she, she slams is. into the couch and shit she don't give a fuck I'm like girl what are you she was chewing on a screw I said what are you uh, like honestly this is why one day one day somebody like I think maybe Amazon Prime now somebody came and like rang the bell and we were in the room and the the door to the bedroom was closed and she literally ran and like <laughs> leapt into a headbutt into the door I was like bitch what is are you stupid ain't nobody coming to see you Otis what are you so excited for what is wrong with you bitch <laughs> Why are you princess ass cracking up? She's oh, insane. I need you to turn down, Link. Goddamn. Um, so, but anyway, Kanye's album, Ultralight Beam, is like I said to Asante, like. It's so funny how that Kirk Franklin picture of them in the studio was so awkward and random, and it resulted in this. Right. They are singing like, like it, like they've Man. just finished Stomp and they're about to go like. <laughs> Like the whole family going to Pizza Hut for all you can eat or something. Like it was just it's beautiful. For me, it's it's by far and away the best song on the album. Like honestly, I can't even too much give you a real review of the rest of the album because I have listened to that song like eighty five percent of the time. It's Kelly just, Price. Right. So you brought Kelly Price and Chance the Rapper on here and a nigga went off? Okay. All right. Chance all the right. Rapper, I feel like that's his verse. Like that is the best Chance the it Rapper I've, yes. verse I've heard so far in yes. his career and I'm a fan. And it was so, so good. It was just, and I'm like, look at Chance the Rapper. This nigga done came up from a mixtape to being on the first track of Kanye's album. Like, and killing it. It's just dope. I applaud the come up and it's so, the song is so fucking good. It's, it's just so good. beautiful. Oh, um, but then you know I listened to the rest and there were lots of lyrics that made me go what the hell are you talking about that was the thing for me so Kanye I'm glad you said that Kanye now lyrically it was all over the place because sometimes I was like okay I like this mm-hmm. and then other the times it was like wh- like the very next song after yes. Kirk says this powerful prayer mm-hmm. this nigga talking about if I fuck a model and she just bleached her asshole and then I get bleach on my shirt to make me feel like an asshole and I said girl what? Okay. Like, <laughs> That's to say, I was like, so I'm enjoying the production on this, and now we're talking about Kanye getting bleach on his t-shirt from eating some girl's ass? What is this? Better like... I thought we were just talking about Jesus. What? <laughs> 
lyrically, I don't know where the hell Kanye was on some of them tracks. But as always, the production. This is the same thing I said about Yeezus. The production on Yeezus was fantastic. It's the same for this Pablo album. Someone on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, said that they feel like um, The Misadventures of Jesus, whatever it's called, that it would have been like a great transition into Yeezus because it almost sounds like my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. It's mm-hmm. like going insane and turning into Yeezus. Because I picked up on a little Yeezus here and there. Like, a couple of those sounds sounded like yeah. some shit from the last one. But I think all together it sounded like more of a traditional uh, Kanye thing. I just think I said overall it's a good project. Yeah, and I hope- it is. It wasn't the trash that was going to make me write Kanye off. Because mm-hmm. if he had put out some garbage, I was going to be like, okay, look, you serve no purpose. Yeah, goodbye <laughs> to you. Like, the music is all I have left with Kanye. It's all I have left. It. And that's why I, say I can't do interviews. I can't do his Twitter. I'm not. I can't. I just need to listen to Kanye's music. The rest of it, First pass. of all, Famous. Famous is, um. I think Famous is my favorite song on the album. I think Ultra Light Beam is the best song. But Famous is my favorite song because, first of all, Rihanna comes out of nowhere singing yeah. fucking Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. And they kept the sample you. on the ends just like, so all of you young girls. <laughs> Wondering. Just so you know. But then, out of nowhere, for them to rework the this fucking Sister Nancy sample... The bomb bomb song oh. and gave it a whole new melody. Oh, I was like, "Bitch, shit. you did this for me. <laughs> this was for this is mine." See this, this? I just connected with it. Chris Christopher Maurice, he sang down. Yeah, everybody's on this fucking album, man. Nobody is like listed, but That's everybody's why on it. Dead. <laughs> He owe all these hoes. Everybody's holding their hands out like the gross sisters. What's funny to me is that y'all thought Kanye saying he was fifty three million in debt meant you were worth more than he is. <laughs> Pump your brakes. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> Kanye West, who owns more in royalties than you niggas will ever see, and that is ever. why you will Kanye, forever... who has so much intellectual property, you will never girl will always be left behind. Kanye may be fifty three million in debt, but his net worth, girl. His net worth <laughs> after he died, and he that said that too. Like worth. I may be personally rich and can buy my family houses and furs. <laughs> I was like houses and furs. I may personally can stun on you, hoes. because we need a fur just as much as we need a house. <laughs> really, just being honest, Nori needs furs. It's L.A. Because she has to have a blanket for her bed made of cushions. She has to stay warm in the middle of California. Great album. You know, it paid off. And I think that it would have been an even better album um, if Kanye had been silent weeks prior and months months prior. Definitely. um, Because I was terrified that Khloe Kardashian was going to have like a part. I just knew I was going to hear the Kardashian I voices. I knew that. Too. I was like, I at some point or another, we're going to hear like a voicemail from Kim or something, and I'm going to throw up in and my I'm mouth. And I'm just so glad we didn't. I'm Thank so you. glad. Thank I'm you, I'm appreciative. Yeah, me too. Me the fuck too. It's just like, as long as you can keep doing this, me and you will be just fine. And in the meantime... I will pray to you, pray for you. <laughs> I will pray that, you know, Miss Donja can come to you in some, in some dreams and sit down on, like, some floor pillows and have a conversation or two with you, Man. like Naruto and his mama did. Just do what you have to do to just get this stuff together for you. <laughs> that didn't connect with you, but it will connect with a few hundred people. I know who Naruto is. I just didn't know about his issue with his mama. She died. Oh. Um, Naruto's off of Pokemon, right? Naruto is off of Naruto. Oh. Ain't it a, it's a Pokemon spinoff though, right? Where where did has, Naruto come from? N- Naruto. 
No, it has something else. It's part of something else. It is part of Naruto. No, it's something else. It's one of those other names that I do. I really do know. Not. It's connected with something. It is not. It's not. It is just about Naruto. It's not. It's not part of the Pokemon series or the. Those are two completely different things. What am I thinking about then? Some kind of anime thing. They have nothing with a to little do with boy who fights people. Okay, you know what? That's very vague. So never mind. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Well, congratulations. I was trying to figure it out because, you know, everybody dragged me last week for not knowing the acronym. So I was trying to figure out. mm. I mean, yeah, that I should have known good information. Y'all right. I should have. I should have seen that. Well, that's all we've got. It was meaty, but there you go. Taylor Swift is still out here doing the most, and Kanye's album is not bad, but his tweets are. (laughs) All right. That wraps it up. Let's take a break. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back and it's time for listener letters it sure is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read it aloud on the show um do you know who miles morales is yes okay. by the man okay because this says this is for you and i didn't know if you knew what it was he's like the i think he's <laughs> black and I don't know if he's black yeah, it and says, Hispanic. It's from Jamie. And she says, I would like to know what you and Kid Fury, <laughs> she, she put me out of pity, I'm sure. Okay. Think of Miles Morales, who is black and Latino, taking over as Spider-Man in the main Marvel comic universe. The first issue came out last week, and I'm curious to know if this means anything to you personally and what, if any, impact you think it may have on representation in pop culture. Do you think he has a shot at his own Marvel movie? And what would you like to see happen? Also, are there any other minority superheroes you want to get to see? push to the front um okay so do your best first of all um (laughs) i'm gonna just listen i don't really read actual comics that much um 
most of the comic book characters and stories I know are probably from cartoons and things like that growing up. I actually used to read comics more when I was a, a kid because my father worked for Air Jamaica and there was a comic book store in, in the terminal like right Dope. across. <laughs> so I would always go buy a comic whenever we were going somewhere. Um, yeah, Miles Morales is this um, Spider-Man who's mixed or whatever and he's been a part of the comic book universe for a while. I didn't know that he was the main Spider-Man now. I guess that's good. I personally don't want to see another Spider-Man movie and I'm kind of pissed that they're doing another Spider-Man solo movie with a little white boy. Like, why? We've had three of... We've had three with Tobey Maguire, two with that other white boy that just came out and Emma... uh, Watson? No, that's Hermione. Uh, oh, yeah, that is Hermione. Emma Stone. And now they're doing another one with some white boy. Like, you can just do the Miles Morales one. Like, we all know what he does. He swings around and shit and climbs up walls in red and blue. Like, girl, I'm bored. <laughs> okay. So they should have mixed that up already. And as far as other um, comic book characters, I'd really like to see a Storm movie with, like, a traditionally brown Storm. So not Halle Berry? <laughs> No, they're doing Alexander Ship for the next X-Men movie. The girl who played Aaliyah, I think. In what, that Aaliyah TV movie? Yes. No way. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Is she a good actress? That movie. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. You. Right. That movie didn't offer any insight. Um, But, you know, the trailer for the new X-Men movie seems cool. I'd like to see a movie that's just about Storm. I think that that would be interesting. Did you see the one that just came out? The Desperado one? The Desperado one. The movie, it just came out. All, and um, all these people have been talking about it because I guess some white folks took their kids to see it, Sweetie, <laughs> even though it's rated R. Are you talking about Deadpool? Yes, that is what I mean. Did you see that one? Desperado. I mean, I knew it was something with a D. <laughs> Don't mess. Something, you knew what I meant. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about going to see that tonight. Um, I wanted to see it in LA, but I didn't have time. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about it, but then again, but he's, then again, black, he's played by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Black, Plenty, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But we did talk about Black Panther, which is not related to the Black Panther Party, but it is a comic book character right. that's getting his own movie that Ryan Coogler is uh, directing. Oh, okay. So maybe I'll go see that. Maybe then. I'll go see that one. And what's his name? Chadwick Boseman, mm. who play he played James Brown and get on a. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if, it is, if that's the pronunciation, but I don't know if. Well, I, no, you know, I, I'm I'm saying for real. I do not know. But. I butcher names on here all the time, <laughs> and I'm sorry each and every. But I'm pretty sure that I'm close. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Black Panther documentary that PBS aired yesterday? I missed it, but I think it's on my DVR. It was excellent. I keep hearing that, and I'm not even one of the people who was raised to think that the ter- the Panthers were a terrorist organization because my daddy was very pro pro black, very. Mm. But um, even I learned some stuff that I didn't know beforehand. And just really, it was excellent. And apparently that director has put out a lot of other great movies or films. And he's working on one now about HBCUs. So I'm going to check out more of his work. But if you haven't seen that documentary on, on the Black Panther Party, you definitely should watch it. Extremely informative. And just, it's crazy how the movement then and the movement now have so many similarities. And we're still fighting yeah, for the same the shit. The same shit. The same shit. It's mind-blowing. Shit. All right. Our next question comes from Bianca, who says, I'm 23 years old, and for most of my life, I've had my mindset on what I wanted to do, but lately I've been swayed in other directions. My question for you guys is, my, oh, shit, girl, what does this say? Words. My questions for you guys are, (laughs) what steps did you, 
what steps did you have to take to get to where you are now and which obstacles did you have to face during your journey also what advice would you give to people like me who want to pursue what you guys have already mastered thank you for always keeping it real bianca so what Bianca is saying here, because I know I fucked that up, is that she's 23 and she's trying to figure out where she's going to go next in life. She's just finished undergrad and she's thinking maybe grad school, maybe med school, maybe I'll start a podcast. I don't really know. How did you get to where you are? What steps did you take? What type of shit have you faced? What advice do you have for other people who want to pursue a career in, you know, something like what you're doing? <laughs> okay. Um, Sweetness. I would say, you know, I kind of had an idea of the realm I wanted to work in since high school. I wasn't really sure where it would end up, but I knew that I wanted to basically just tell jokes and create laughter in whatever way possible. And so that can lead to many places. I guess you just have to kind of figure out whatever you're most passionate about. And it doesn't have to be what makes the most money or what would have the quickest results or fastest success or be the easiest or whatever. Like, whatever you are most passionate about, like you really think that you want to pursue something in this umbrella or whatever, go for that. And I don't know what I would say in terms of steps because, like I've said, you just kind of figure it out as you go. And I think that people... Yeah, definitely. Have been led, especially young people, we kind of get led to believe that you need to just have all your ducks in a row at, you know, 21 and make sure that you, you know, have a baby by 24 and you need to have a house by 26. (laughs) And, you know, you should be definitely having a good job and keep it and love your life. And that's just not how it works. (laughs) Maybe that's how it worked in like 1923 or something, but it's not that isn't the way that it is. So do the best that you can. Um, to support yourself. Don't be afraid to struggle. Don't be afraid to have really, 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 really hard times and just keep going. And you'll see that eventually everything just sort of um, makes its way into the... Like, the pieces just kind of right end up fitting into where they're supposed to. Um, I agree with all of that. Um, I think I would just add that the hard part of doing something like a podcast is definitely being consistent with it there are plenty of times that you know you may not be in the mood to go to the studio or you could just be you know snowing outside and you would rather be at home or just any number of reasons why you might not want to actually tape your show but consistency is so important especially when you're first starting out to put your product out regularly so people know what to expect like it doesn't have to be a weekly show but whatever schedule you decide on make sure you try and stick to it as much as possible because it's very difficult to get something started and going without being consistent about it. And like if you said, make sure that whatever you start a show about, um, it's a topic that you're passionate about. Because if you like, oh, I'll just talk about pop culture and other dumb shit. If you don't actually care and you don't have your own unique voice and perspective on it, it's not going to be the success that you want it to be. So pick something that you actually do give a shit about, something that matters a lot to you, and then just figure it out along the way but I don't have like a blueprint for you girl I'm out here wilding the fuck out I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm I'm untethered as fuck girl I don't know it's just like I just be praying honestly because I'm overwhelmed all the time my anxiety is absolutely terrible I sit in the house and think the absolute worst things about myself and my career so I cannot help you with that I really can't all I can say is good luck to you because it can be a lot our last question comes from Lyric who says, my problem is that I need to go to the formation tour. 
Understandable. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to go to On the Run due to financial reasons, but this year I have the means. The mm-hmm. problem is Beyonce is coming to my city two weeks before my due date. My initial thought was, fuck that, I'm still going. The baby can turn up in the womb with me. But my family thinks I shouldn't because my little girl can basically come anytime between two weeks before my due date to two weeks after it. My question to you guys is, do you think I should just go ahead and buy my ticket anyway and pray I don't go to late, go into labor <clears throat> or just take another loss like, like Meek Mill? You don't have to do that. <laughs> Thanks for your input. listen, <laughs> that nigga, Meek is tired of he it. He just keeps on, man. He's real tired he of is. it. He is. He's over it. He's about to have to sit at home all day for like six months. Nick is gonna be gone. He's over it. He really wants y'all to stop picking on him. Sweetheart, please do not buy a ticket to this tour. <laughs> please don't. Please do not be the nine month pregnant bitch at a packed ass stadium where people are just in they fucking feelings and going crazy for Beyonce and having absolutely no regard for the people around them. Please do not. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't even feel like it's appropriate for me to answer this question because I'm just thinking about it and like we have we three have said, questions just like this. <laughs> <laughs> three I've, different pregnant girls. I have talked about, you know, the wonders oh, of shit. pregnancy and how they really just send chills down my spine. Um, I've talked about this before and I just can't imagine being like full on big pregnant at like such a chaotic event because besides the fact that you're going to get big lights and pyrotechnics and big music and stage and excitement on the stage itself, you are going to have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of Beyonce fans who don't know how to act and don't care about your baby. I mean, the beehive is definitely out, sis. It's definitely out. You don't even have a seat in the beehive. You definitely cannot get that ticket. But it's just I mean, I understand, but I just feel like your baby's more important. Beyonce don't go on tour again. Right. And and honestly, who knows what will happen? You'll be real pissed if you give birth the day before or the day of the show. Cause then cause look, kids show up when they feel like it. And, and then what you gonna do? You not leaving no two day old baby at home to go to no Beyonce concert. Right. You just you cannot do that. You just don't want to be in love and hip hop mom. Right. That was me. <laughs> real i'm like i don't say no with that um so. i mean i understand maybe you should just be playing some beyonce while you're in labor you know kind of turn you could have a beyonce you could have formation themed baby shower if you want that's to. that's a good idea that's a really cute theme you could have a, a good formation time. cake yes. do they do like cake at baby showers uh the cake is like the centerpiece of the baby shower okay cool. <laughs> yes absolutely um yeah you play little that. black power games it could be fun so. and if it makes you feel any better we're certainly going to petition for a Blu-ray and DVD once the tour is actually done. Even probably we, in the middle of the tour. We did the same for Mrs. Carter's show and we still do not have it. So. I mean, she does what she wants how she wants. Yeah. And On the Run, <laughs> she just keeps on. Because you can watch On the Run if you have HBO Go. <laughs> yes, you can. But that's about and it. And that's about it. This is a bitch. Beyonce just keeps on playing You know with who us. has HBO Go? Me. This one as well. <laughs> All right. So thank you for your question. Good luck with your pregnancy and all that. Uh, Send your questions to ask3togmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. 
Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back and it's time for the read. It is. Um, I feel like I know what your read is this week. I don't. Is it this white woman everybody's been yelling at about Beyonce? No, not really. But so listen, all I really want to say okay. is that a lot of y'all have kept have kept Oof. That's cool. A lot of y'all um, were sending me links to whatever this white room, woman's name is. Tammy Roman, Tammy Loran, Tammy... Tell Tim, me somebody. Tuesday. Tell me something good, whatever the fuck her name is. Some bitch. And apparently she had some fucking stupid remarks about the Black Panther Party and Beyonce and them being terrorists and all kinds of ridiculous shit. I don't know. I didn't even watch it because I don't care. I told y'all already last week, like, y'all are not going to interfere with my enjoyment. This Beyonce era. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time. I'm information. I've got it. Like, you can't kill my vibe. You won't kill my vibe. Like, (laughs) just you won't. So... Besides um, this woman in particular, because like I said, I didn't give enough of a fuck to actually see what it was that she said. I just want to say that I'm not going to address much more of any of this stuff. Like, I think that even in terms of Beyonce and this whole police outrage and all of this shit about oh it's an attack on this and it's a harsh statement and why this and like that and we're gonna protest her and it was three of y'all hoes who came to this fucking protest like and you were like two hours late to that (laughs) and all of these fucking beehive girls are out here (laughs) dressed in all black like so what is it are you ready like because we can do this because we're here that's all you got go home (laughs) um Everybody's just really fed up. But more than that, I think that, like you mentioned a second ago about the Black Panther uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Nelson is the name of the uh, historian slash director of that film, by the way. Okay. I think that there are just way too many things that we are saying to racists that we're saying to white people, that we're saying to the world, that we've said a million fucking times. Like, I just don't feel like I should be having to repeat the sentiment of my grandparents, your grandparents, our great-grandparents. Like, I just don't feel like... I feel like in 2016, especially over something as small as a Beyoncé song about hot sauce and red lobster, I feel like it is actually insulting to myself Mm -hmm. and to my race to have to keep running behind all of these white people who are completely lost and saying the same dumb shit that y'all been 
been saying for decades, if not centuries. <laughs> and I just feel like it, it is a waste of time for me to have to keep running behind you and saying, oh, well, what Beyonce meant is this. Because if you actually picked up a book or typed in a few <laughs> letters in Google, you would realize that what you're saying makes no goddamn sense. But you don't even need to do that because people have been telling you that this shit don't make no goddamn sense forever. Stop telling us about black on black crime. We have told you already why that shit don't make no goddamn sense. Mm -hmm. Stop telling us that all lives matter. We've already told you why that shit don't make no goddamn sense. Stop telling us that Black Panther Party were a terrorist group because we've already told it. Like, we have told you this right. again and again and I just feel insulted by, by feeling obligated to have to go and repeat myself over and over and over and over again. One thing that I definitely learned from my black mama and daddy is that I just don't do it. My mama and daddy were like, I'm going to say this one good time because I have, I know I've spoken to your doctors, your ears work. You can hear everything that I'm saying. And so I just don't feel like I need to repeat myself. And if I do, that's your ass and my ass it was. So I just don't see why I need to be doing the same thing or I need to be saying the same shit over and over again to a whole bunch of bitches that just you don't give a fuck about what right. we're saying. Because we, if you did, you would realize, oh shit, well me saying this is going to get us nowhere because it's going to get the same response. Like, you know what we going to say when you say the shit that you say. Like, you're just saying anything that you possibly can to defend your privilege and your whiteness. And it's boring. And it's stupid. And it's a waste of time. And I feel like it's just a distraction to just get black people upset and rile us up and then go, oh my gosh, look at how angry they are and all of this shit. When really, you're obsessed with everything that is involved with our culture. You're sitting up here going line by line like, why does she leave hot sauce in her bag for? What, she just, what, what else is in there? She got duck hot sauce, sauce in, bag? in my bag. Why sweat? does she have hot sauce in her fucking bag? I don't understand. Red lobster? What's that red lobster? <laughs> I don't even get it. Swag? Cornbreads? Negro Nosh Jackson 5 nostrils. What are those? I don't... <laughs> my whiteness doesn't allow me to understand that. Like, it's just a song that ain't about you. And anytime something ain't about you, it is code red. How dare these hoes forget the hierarchy out this bitch. It's boring. It's tired. And it's the last time I'm going to tell you that I'm going to enjoy this Beyonce era. I'm going to do it. I know And it. I'm not sitting <laughs> and running back and forth with you hoes because you want to be mad. Because Beyonce was like, oh, actually, I've been black this whole good time. I've loved hot sauce my whole life. Um, and you can be pissed also stop shooting us right. like if that bothers you or it offends you or whatever thank you for making it known that you have no place in anywhere near my life <laughs> right um and that's it i'm going to start treating anybody who has some bullshit to say about beyonce and race or anything i'm gonna start treating you hoes like you're bombing at the apollo theater just <laughs> boo get past the mic Boob, get off the stage. Get her out. Get that bitch out of here. Boo, bitch. Beat it. Boo. Like, that's 
I'm just going to boo you. Yeah. I'm not even going to justify or or flatter you mm-hmm. with actual sensible conversation because you have no sense. Right. And why should I step down to your motherfucking level and try and reason with you when you're going to end up looking and sounding as dumb as you are and still leaving the situation feeling as racist as you did when you walked up here? Because at the end of the day, blackness just makes you uncomfortable and you want to keep your white throne, girl. And nobody even gives a fuck about that. We don't even give a fuck about that. We right. just want to live and have our fun and be respected. And that's it. And you don't even want to do that. If you didn't critique the Oscars for this all white lineup that they have coming up, don't part your lips to say shit about Beyonce, girl. Because how are you mad over black girls in a music video when people of color are shut out? You know what? Mm-mm. Never mind. Never mind. Did you see Ice Cube's video that he posted on? Um Instagram, I guess. About getting off the Grammys. He was like, I know, I know y'all ain't think I was going to sit through <laughs> three whole hours of that bullshit. <laughs> he said, you watch your bad yes. ass smile. I'm in the car, bitch. <laughs> and then he took a hit. Him and O'Shea. Bu- I'm in the car, bitch. <laughs> I said, what? I know that's right. I wouldn't have sat through that shit neither. Fuck out of here. Nobody give it. Like, we're bored. Yeah, I think that more than anything, like, a whole lot of us are bored. And I really wish a lot of you guys at home would stop letting these white people bait you into these huge reactions. Like, and I understand the response and a lot of it has like a lot of it deserves responses. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't say anything. Like a whole lot of people need to get got like a lot of these motherfuckers need to have all of their shit placed together for them. But sometimes a lot of these motherfuckers are really just baiting you into getting angry and just like they it's it's fun for them because they don't have anything to do. They have no culture and no understanding of who <laughs> they are or what they do or what they mean in this country, you know, besides living off of the mm-hmm. necks of everybody else. So it's like, let me just fuck with some niggas today. Yep. And I just feel like every now and then we have to be like, you know what? You're below me. But like, I'm not even going to give you the time of day. I actually I'm going to play this formation song. <laughs> And then I'm going to listen to Ultralight Beams so that I can get in my spirit. Yes, get my spirit right. <laughs> and then I'm going to go on about my good black ass day, honey, and you're going to love it. That's real. At some point, you got to be like, all right, I'm turning off the noise. Like, I don't, I don't care it. anymore. Shut up. Okay. Well, my read this week goes out to these lazy, sloppy, messy journalists who tried to get us to turn against Meryl Streep. Oh, did they? I don't know if you remember this, but it was like right after we got out the studio. No, I remember what happens, but I don't know. Yes. So a couple weeks ago or maybe last week, I don't really know. But this story came out about Meryl Streep and um, this Berlin International Film Festival. And at first the report said, you know, this was in response to a question about the all white panel. You know, like, why is it nothing but white people here, you know, judging these movies? Mm -hmm. And allegedly in response to that question, Meryl said, the thing that I noticed is that we're all humans and we're all from Africa and we're all really African, so it doesn't really matter, blah, blah, blah. And this circulated through all the news sites. Of course, it hit all the social media apps. Black people were devastated because we have very few white people we can trust. Listen. And Meryl, I mean, Kip Fury has said before, if he, if somebody was going to play him in a movie, he would want, he would want it to be Meryl Call Street. her first. We love Meryl. And so for Meryl to be like, oh, well, you know, basically all lives matter. Like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, no, we may all be Africans. The point that we were trying to make is like, yes, we all originated from Africa, but we are all not treated like we're Africans. Right. Your ass is treated like the lily white bitch that you are, bitch. So shut the fuck up, bitch. Niggas exactly. was mad. 
And apparently, Meryl's people were like, now look, she may have said some shit before about white women in that suffragette movie or whatever else, but we go clear this shit up today. Right. We got time. <laughs> we're going to clear this up. Apparently, it was a panel and a reporter from Egypt spoke up about how the festival had a film representing Tunisia, the Arab world, and Africa in the main competition, and then asked Meryl, how do you see this part of the world, and is it easy for you to understand the culture? Are you following any of the, any of the Arab movies? And Meryl said, yes, in fact, I've just seen a film called Thebe, which I love. I saw Timbuktu recently. I don't know very much about it, honestly, about the Middle East, and yet I've played a lot of different people from a lot of different cultures. The thing I notice is that there's a core of humanity that travels through every culture, and after all, we're all from Africa originally. That is far better than the shit y'all tried to get us to think. Completely different stage. You had me thinking that somebody said, so Meryl, what's up with the all white bitches? And she was like, well, listen, at least there's some women up here. So what the fuck are you mad about? I mean, hey, at least it's not just a panel of dicks. Right. And we're all from Africa anyway, so who's really mad about the race thing? No. Oh Mara was addressing a specific question about a movie from that part of the world, and she responded in a manner that was totally relevant and made all the sense. And first mm. of all, I'm just so glad that I saw that correction because I was really hurting. I was really heartbroken. I really, I was like, so all my white queens are just going to leave me? Like, Is Carrie Underwood next? <laughs> right. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Why my white girls? <laughs> I just can't. I have so few white women I can trust. Uh, uh, fucking. Uh. So, first of all, thank you, God, that Meryl Streep didn't actually say this. Thank you, God. I'm really appreciative. And to whichever messy ass reporter who heard that and thought let me just put this over here and then move this over here right. and turn it into a hot take messy. and get the internet buzzing to the point where Meryl's people had to be like no this is the entire full context of what was said don't do our girl we actually have a proof of purchase <laughs> so. the receipts are right here sweetheart we won't be doing it today. Now, that other shit about the suffragette movie, okay, we'll take that ill. But we're not... <laughs> Meryl ain't up here talking about, oh, well, you know, white people are Africans too, so we can feel free to tell your stories and judge you based off... Like, no, it wasn't that fucking bad. Y'all took her shit way out of context. You put that response in in with a whole different other fucking question that had nothing to do with it just to try to get us mad. Just to upset us. I know Meryl woke up that morning and looked at her fucking iPhone and was like, oh, I know <sighs> not again. these hoes. I know did they not. didn't. I know y'all didn't. And <laughs> called her management and agents immediately like, fix it. Yes. I know that's <laughs> And right. that's what they did. Shout out to Meryl Streep for still being my fave. And fuck you niggas who just needed some drama, wanted some clicks, just wanted something to talk about. You wanted to be the originator of mess. I feel like this is... This is just like what happens on Twitter every day, except mm -hmm. on a giant scale. You just want to be the one to start some shit. You want to see everybody get riled up. You want to be the one to start the mess. See that ripple yes. effect. You want to be like, ooh, I go. said this thing, and then look at what all happened. <laughs> get a fun. job. Get a life. Find something to fucking do. Get you an bitches extracurricular are activity. Honestly, get you a Kindle and start reading. See if it don't change your fucking life. It Maybe will. rearrange your bedroom. See if you can get some better sleep. Get you a humidifier. Maybe get you a dog. I mean, it's just so many. You could just start taking walks. Just find something else to do, because what the fuck? You just over here starting mess for the sake of starting mess so fuck you girl i when i said the other however many weeks ago that like i'm so over pop culture and all this shit the media had a really big part to do that mm -hmm. because this is the type of shit that happens all the time Kristen stewart almost got her whole entire ass dragged on here a few shows ago for that exact same thing because they tried to make it seem like she said something that apparently she didn't say mm -hmm. or she said it in um 
Oh, yeah, I remember hearing else. about that. I don't remember what it was about, though. Man, when I tell you I had bullet points ready for that <laughs> ass to come in here, and the next day they were like, hold on, girl. They lied. <laughs> it's the same shit. Like, me, like people, writers, and the so-called writers and bloggers, a lot of these motherfuckers are just as thirsty for fame and attention as the celebrities are, and they going out here just making up shit and talking about our sources said when their source is just a can of Chef Boyardee. <laughs> And like it's like or just somebody who don't know the people no way at all. Like somebody who took out their trash or delivers their fucking water or milk or groceries. Their fucking fresh direct guy gonna tell you a fucking story about some shit that they've making up and you just print it and bitches believe it. Like that's a huge part of the reason why pop culture is so fucking tacky right now mm-hmm. because everybody's just like looking for the story or looking to be the story yeah. or whatever. And it's like, girl, can y'all just tell the truth? Like the truth will be interesting enough. 90% of the time. And if it's not, maybe you shouldn't be printing it. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't got to make shit up. You ain't got to like kick it. I will find something else to do. <laughs> right. I'm not, I don't need fake news in my life. We don't need nothing fake to get mad at. Somebody circulated a fake story about the water crisis in Flint saying that the police were showing up or like telling people, hey, you know, it's water here or you can get filters here. And then when people showed up, they would arrest them because they had outstanding warrants, like trying to trick people. Mm-hmm. That it was a fake story that went around had people thinking that the police was setting up, you know, like raids and shit trying like to trap niggas. This Flint, listen, there's plenty wrong going on in Flint. There's plenty wrong with police departments across this fucking country. There's plenty wrong with Jeb Bush and Donald Trump and all the people who think like them. You ain't got to make up lies about these dumb niggas. All you got to do is wait for them to say the next thing because it'll be dumb by itself. It's coming. If you want to see some fucking comedy, turn on the GOP debate and watch Donald Trump tell Jeb Bush that his mama ought to be the one running since she the one with all the good ideas. You want to see some funny shit? You want to see some dumb shit? Just wait for them to say the next thing because it's coming. You ain't got to lie on the police doing some grimy shit. The police are doing grimy shit. Report the real shit. White women are annoying. Don't make up no shit about Meryl Streep when she ain't did nothing to us, okay? (laughs) That is our white queen. Black people love her. Don't take her from us. We have treasured her. We need her. so many fucking years. I love Meryl Streep. Don't lie to me about Meryl Streep, man. Now I'm mad. Like, fuck y'all. For real. I was really heartbroken. I was just like, God, like, I was like, okay, so I just, right, so I just have no white queens. So I just have none. So I just don't. Okay. So this is what you want me to do then? All right. Because white women continuously disappoint me. And I was just like, nah, Meryl, please, Lord, please tell me Meryl didn't all lives matter us. But she didn't. So fuck you, niggas. Thank you for that. All right. That's all I got. I'm done. Well, that wraps up this episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr at This Is The Read. And of course, check out our website. This is the read dot com for links to all the shit that we do and the other shows and shit like that um this wait do you have any news do you have any and we have show announcements <laughs> right we do um so three yeah. is going back on tour soon or on the road i should say you really hate to say tour because girl what is that tour? even though the flyer that alex put up definitely says tour Oh, it's got a picture of us in the background, too. I didn't even see that. Like a picture of the real us, not the cartoons. So we're going to we're going to share some views from the six on March 18th. And then we'll be (laughs) 
We'll be in Dallas. Should I just... Whatever. We're going to Toronto <laughs> on March 18th. They got it. They knew it. I mean, white people listen to this too and live in Toronto. Yes, that's true. I feel like white people... But white people this. know what views from the yeah, 60s. Yeah, they absolutely Toronto do. is waiting on that album. <laughs> white, <laughs> black, brown, yellow, green. You know, Drake just got a key to the city. Shout out to him. And Kendrick did too, to Compton. And then the lady shaded Drake's key or something like that. Oh, I did she really? she presented Kendrick's. Like, that was stupid, but... Oh, don't hate. <laughs> Um, okay, so Toronto, March 18th, Dallas, Texas, April 2nd, Chicago, Illinois, April 30th, Baltimore, Maryland, May 18th, and San Francisco, California on June 11th. Those are the dates that we have confirmed and ready to go for right now. So, if you would like a ticket to come see us be absolute black-ass fools, you can <laughs> go... Because that's what it is. <laughs> pretty much, live and in the flesh. TheReadLive.com on this Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. To get you a ticket to come to the show, and we will see you in your respective towns <laughs> and all of that. Um, and more dates coming soon. So if we didn't announce your city, don't trip just yet. Um, but yes, the relive.com. Also, this Sunday, the Bowery Ballroom, every single word, the Oscars event. I will be there with uh, Dylan Marin, the man who created every single word, along with some other very dope people, namely Francesca, because that's my friend. So are you going to do like every single word that a black person spoke at the Oscars? <laughs> no, I very much doubt that. It's just kind of it's uh, it's being billed as like watch the whitest Oscars ever with some technicolor commentary. <laughs> like here are some people of color adding some commentary to this extremely white dumbass event. So, so we're going to have a good time. Tickets can I have at, a seat reserved? Of course. Tickets awesome. at BoweryPresents.com so please come out 7pm doors 8pm show and tickets um, we don't get paid <laughs> the money goes to benefit film training for low income New Yorkers so if you want to donate to that amazing cause please do come out again BoweryPresents.com for tickets um, ladies and gentle bottoms if you <sighs> haven't seen the game's latest dick prints they're there just in case that's something that you would like to go and peruse gentle bottoms um oh and broad else? city's back broad holy city shit bitch, wait, broad broad three? city bitch yep tonight in an hour and a half broad broad city bitch okay we have to go I did a whole marathon I binge watched it all last weekend I'm just I'm upset I'm I obsessed. bought both seasons I on love DVD. Abby and I know I saw that in your house and I almost was like how do you work the DVD in this house <laughs> you got all these computers the, the the games and shit I was like I don't know how to work it I'm gonna just watch it on my computer but I or on the TV but I am obsessed with Broad City I'm so glad it's coming back tonight so shout out to Abby and Alana because y'all are hilarious and so brilliant great. so anything else you got an acronym this week um T L O P it can't be the life of Pablo how do you know it's not the life of Pablo is it the life of Pablo it is the life of panties. What? What does that have to do with anything? It doesn't, but it was the life of Pablo, but then I decided to change the name. <laughs> okay. The so, life of, ooh, no, T-L-O-P. The life of... Patty, because that's <laughs> my life. Ooh, that's going to be my intro theme song. The life of Patty, yeah. Mm, there you go. It sounds good. We'll see y'all. Okay, bye. <laughs> next week. 